Are you ready? Usual Thoughts Podcast. Yeah! Good fire, Danny Green. My bad, my bad, my people, my bad, man. I pressed, I done hit this button, and I'm up here watching this Lakers versus, versus Slippers game. Man, it feels good to be watching NBA basketball again. I cannot lie to you. It feels amazing, but... Without further ado, welcome back to episode 33 of the Unusual Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Desmond. We are back, man. We just, I told y'all, man, I'm not going to miss a week. I'm film, I'm recording late tonight because I did want to watch some games, man, and get a little bit of basketball in my system. And I had some things to do this morning, so I'm recording late tonight. So as we speak, man, it's the second quarter of this Lakers and Clippers game, man, and I am thoroughly enjoying it. I got a chance to watch um, uh, the WNBA today. I watched um, Seattle play today. Watched my girl Alicia Clark. Man, she got on my butt earlier this week on Twitter. But either or, watched them play today. Now I'm watching the Lakers and the Clippers. Man, but y'all know how we do this every, every, every week. We gotta start this thing off with the unusual thought of the week, man. As soon as I get that to you, I'll be right back at you. Seek understanding. I once heard this great philosopher by the name of Kevin Gates say, be a man of understanding and understand that everybody not going to have the same understanding as you. I hope that don't go over y'all here, man, because it's so real, man. We walk this life every day, daily, wanting everybody to understand us. We want everybody to understand our feelings. We want, under, we want everybody to understand our thoughts. We want everybody to understand us as an individual, but we don't take three seconds out of our day to try to understand the things that are around us. Like, and, and it, it, it's for me, man, it, it really don't make sense. I personally do not get it. And um, maybe because I'm weird. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's just what it is, man. I'm a, I tend to feel like I got a weird, uh, I'm a weird person. I'm not weird, but I'm an unusual person. Hence the name of the Unusual Thoughts Podcast. Um, I'm unusual in, the, in my in my way of thinking because I don't for people for the people that I hang around from the people that I speak to I tend to have different thoughts and 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 you know I, I tend to move a little bit different than a lot of those people just because I'm just me um, but I guess for me personally the reason I would like to seek understanding because me personally at my I'm 34 years of age man I found so much joy in learning. I found joy in it. And what's a better way to learn than to try to understand? 
I try to understand things. So if we took more time to try to understand instead of placing judgment and or or or, or as people like to call it today, cancel people, I think we'll have we'll remove a lot of unnecessary issues in society today. Um like I I I I am also I'm on Twitter and I see people say things that I don't necessarily agree with sometimes and and instead of placing judgment, if it's a one-time thing, um, instead of me placing judgment on that person, like I try to, I don't place judgment because I can't take one action of a person and, and deem that to be that in, that person's entire um, existence under that one mistake that they made or that one thing that they may have misspoken on. Now, if you somebody like a Terry Crews, which we'll speak about later, clown, if you say things continuously, then I tend to just like, Okay, he. Uh, I'm not trying to understand you because clearly you. I, it's just okay. We like I said, we'll get to him later. But like I was saying, like I try to seek understanding initially. That's just how I try to operate. Excuse me. Yeah, but truth be told, man, I think if we did that, man, I feel that um, if we can obtain more, if we did that, I feel like we can obtain a more compassionate atmosphere for everybody. Because like I said, I feel at this point, man, the second that you say something or do something that, that the majority of the majority of people that you interact with don't deem to be right or they don't like, they automatically, all judgment, it's never a, we'll, we'll see how this works out. It's, you can't apologize because they don't accept your apology. If you apologize, they'll tell you that it's not a sincere apology or... It's um, you only did that to say face or whatever the case may be. So I think from the other side, from from the outside looking in, I would just love for people to try to be more compassionate. You got to understand that people are going to make mistakes, they're going to say things and do things that you don't necessarily agree with. And you can't always use that excuse. Well, you have to be careful and you have a platform and blah, blah. Hey, listen, people have people make mistakes, plain and simple. And before you try to always throw judgment at somebody or try to counsel somebody, seek to understand. And, hey, look, if you don't understand it, then that's so be it. But just at least try to understand a person. So regardless of what's going on, do your best to try to be understanding. That's all I can say to you. Be understanding. Unusual. Yes, 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 man. I hope y'all enjoyed that unusual thought of the week, man. It's... Hadn't much been going on this week, man. It's just, you know, I done had a few conversations with a few people, man. Um one of the things that uh that we that we are discussing that I had, man, with a friend, um, Alicia uh Clark, plays for the Seattle Storm in the WNBA. I tweeted, I think on Monday or Tuesday, Monday, I think, um, I tweeted. Just to, just to throw it out there, man, I was like, man, man. Basketball is back in three days. A little tweet, didn't think nothing of it. I was just thinking about the NBA. You know, she instantly hit me back and was like, it was back this past weekend. And I was like, yeah, I know I hadn't watched the women play. I know the women played this weekend. Hell, even the NBA had um, games going on this past weekend with, uh, it was just like, I guess you could say preseason games, I guess you can call it. Um but I was just referring to the NBA and the games being back on and they actually count. Um, and a friend, like I said, Alicia, instantly called me out on Instagram and I didn't, I wasn't disregarding women, but she hit me up. She let me know. She was like, 
um, pretty much just saying that saying that basketball is back. That's because that's what tweet basketball is back in three days. She was like, just saying that basketball is back is uh, insinuating that it's a man's only game, and that's not what I was doing. Um, but I was honestly, I was just thinking about the NBA because honestly, I actually watched the WNBA because I like their feet work, their skill. They got a great skill set. It's not as um, ex- I would say uh, I can use the word exciting um, as the men's game. But for me personally, I'm all. And if you know anybody that knows me, I, I've said this for years. Like I watched the WNBA for different reasons, for different reasons than I watched the NBA. Like, I watched the WNBA for a lot. They, they are great. Skill-wise, absolutely great. Absolutely great. Like, very fundamental, very sound in what they do from feet work to passing to, to the shots, everything. And um, like I said, me and Alicia had that conversation on Twitter, and I probably talked to her outside of Twitter. Um, they're in the middle of the season there. So I'm just I, – I know we'll talk to each other because we know so many of the same people. So – her talk, but I watched the women. I can remember back in college, man, me and Alicia went to MTSU together. She was there for two, maybe three years. Um, I think she played from 08 to 2010. We graduated the same year. Um, but, man, I used to watch their practices all the time. I used to watch their practices because <laughs> it was so crazy, man, watching Alicia. And she's not a tall woman. She's not. Um, but she used to play the post in college. And I literally used to watch their practices I used to watch her mainly. I used to watch her mainly because no one could ever get around her in the post. It was the craziest thing to me. No matter how big the girl was, how how tall, no matter what it was, nobody could get around her on the post. So I used to watch her and just be like, okay, how is the, how is she posting? Because I'm watching, of course, she's a great, she was a great scorer in college. Great scorer. I'm talking about absolutely great. Y'all can go look. Her name is Alicia Clark. Look her up. Absolutely amazing score uh, in college. But watching her, it'll be layup, 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 hook shot, get a couple free throws. But it was always around the rim. I'm like, okay, she's not big. But then I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, if I don't see, like, they may be playing in Texas and we may be back at home. And I look at the stat sheet, and she got 36 and 14. I'm like, what the hell? So I started watching her, right? So I would go to practice, and I would just watch her. And I'm like, her arms out wide. Her feet never stop moving. Girl try to take an angle. Another girl try to take an angle on her. She know how to use a butt, spin move, elbows in the right place to where she always was in the right place to get the ball. So I can remember one day um, after practice, I didn't go to her. I went to Coach Ensel. I'm like, who teaches Alicia how to post? Coach Ensel was their coach. I went to her. And me and Alicia had conversations about basketball all the time. But I went to the coach. I'm like, who teaches? He was like, man, this, she just does that. She wants the ball. So I watched her <laughs> to get me better at it. Now, I was always good at the post because that's just where I like to, like, like to play it. So I would – Try to use what I would watch her do. I would watch they practice maybe 40 minutes before they practice before us. So I would go up there and watch them, and then I would just watch them maybe 40 minutes. And I would just see her footwork and how she was spinning and everything. And it helped my game out a lot because it made me realize, pay attention to things. But then it also helped me, helped me realize, like, you can't stop moving. Even, even if you think that you got the defender on your back, you have to keep moving. 
you can't relax because that ball may swing. And if that ball swings, you can pivot and you can be wide open. But if you relax, then you can't. So, to Alicia and the WNBA, I apologize for my tweet. That's not what I meant. Um, I watch you guys all the time. That's all I can say. I it ain't no, I can't sit up here and try to prove it. I, I personally do watch all the time. But, um, like I said, I apologize to Alicia. I, I've apologized to her outside of Twitter. And I'm just, you know what I'm saying, I got a platform, so I just had to do that. Um, another thing that's happened this week, man, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion popped out um, for a quick 10, 15-minute uh, live session, which was absolutely great to see her. Absolutely great. Um, man, I, I was happy to see her, man. It's just to notice she's okay. Um, and she's dealing with a lot, man. Like, she lost her mom, what, was it this year? She lost her mom, she lost her dad. So she's just out here trying to figure this thing out, man. And listening to, listening to her talk, man, it was just like, like, I never made a joke out of it anyway because no woman, like I told y'all on the last episode, man, a woman should feel safe around a man. She should never feel like that man is going to harm her in any way. Just shouldn't. So it was good to hear, man. Like I said, I know she's dealing with a lot, man. I hope, I hope that she can take some time to herself to figure this thing out. Um, if she needs to make her, I guess you could say make her circle small. I guess, or smaller, whatever the case may be, man. Meg, I we love you. I hope we hope that you can um like you said, you got you got the surgery and everything is you said you're okay physically. Uh, but we hope that you take care of yourself mentally and uh see the people that you need to see because I'm sure that was a traumatic experience, man, getting uh, getting shot in both your feet. So take the time see the people you need to see um take care of your mental health and uh make sure that you're okay emotionally uh before you just get back out there and start um moving around the way that you were because i know you still gotta live your life so you just gotta just be take care of yourself that's all i can say man take care of yourself but it, it was good to hear from her um, in other news, the clown, Mr. Oh, I ain't even talk about this clown, man, Terry Crews. He's just a sucker, just to say the least, man. He's really, um, he's really just sold out for some money, just to call it what it is. Um, and I hate to use the word sold out. I'm just meaning like he just gave it all up. For, he gave up his whatever it is for some money, um. You know, you know what's always funny to me that the black men and women that will um, speak up against their own race and go against their own race to try to defend um, white people. Um, it's always funny to me because you do that and you have a little, you make some money doing it, cool. But then as soon as you make a mistake, any mistake that you make, like if Terry Crews come out and does something tomorrow that white people deem wrong, who gonna have his back? Who's gonna be there to uplift him? Who's gonna be there to hold and make sure that he's all right? Because they're gonna throw him to the wayside and never think of him again. Nobody, no white person is gonna come out and defend him 
and say, no, he didn't mean it like that. No, if he does one thing, if he, so like the things that he's done to us over the past few months, some of the things he said, talking about some of his tweets, like the, he put out an acronym Coon the other day. I'm not even going to repeat the dumb shit that he said with Coon, but that or, or, or um, earlier this year where he said, make sure that black, uh, that, that black lives matter don't turn into black life, black supremacy or some bullshit like that. Like, he just say a whole lot of dumb, silly shit. Like, just to call it what it is, he just says a lot of dumb, silly shit to make white people feel comfortable with him for whatever reason. I don't understand why he's a 50-year-old man. What validation do you need and you're going to sell out for some white? Like, listen, if you go back in history, everybody that you would consider a Uncle Tom or someone that so-called sold out for, to the white man, when they when the white man was done with him, what happened to him? What happened? They literally just fell off the face of the earth. We're not going to call no names. I want to, but we're not going to call no names. We're just going to let y'all do some research on that. So Terry Crews, like, he the, he the host of America's Got Talent, I think. I don't know because I don't watch this shit. Who cares about America's Got Talent? Don't watch this shit. It, it's so, he's selling out to and look and, and what's funny to me is like I don't know who is his wife is mixed race I think it's like somebody else said something similar uh what's his name uh who I think is I just think he is an opportunity is uh Gilly the Kid um Gilly the Kid is just an opportunity I think he uh, he a whole nother I don't Gilly he cool but at the same time I just think he always trying to rhyme some shit. I just think he's a corny dude. Just that's just me. I he may be a hood nigga, so be it, whatever. Man, <laughs> I just think one he one of them people always trying to rhyme some shit, trying to make himself sound cool, and it's like, eh, alright, bro, whatever. But <laughs> so he says some shit about all lives matter and all that stuff. But it's like y'all, you missing the point. You missing it, plain and simple. And the fact that you try to convalate the two, it, it, it's funny to me because it's like, you don't see no white man on camera getting gunned down or choked out by a policeman or law enforcement, I should say, unarmed. You don't. So you just so Gilly on talking about my cousins and my nephews and all, only half their life matter. Gilly, you realize that when the police see your nephew or your nieces or whomever you were speaking about, they don't see that other half of them. They see a black man. They see a black woman. They see that. So the other half, who cares about it? Because that's not what somebody sees. Terry Crews, your wife, even I, like I said, I don't really know what the woman is anyway. I never have. And like I said, I told y'all, I don't get involved in people's personal lives. Never really been a fan of Terry Crews. He's made me laugh, of course. He's... Because we always, <laughs> like me, uh, I, I, my line brother KC, man, we, we always used to say him and KC dance a lot. Because they're both muscular and strong. So we used to say, like, the funniest, uh, one of the funniest things um, is two things that Terry Crews did that we all used to mess with KC about when he was on uh, White Chicks. When he was in the middle of the club dancing <laughs> with those lights around his neck. We said, that's how Casey Dan used to dance at the club. <laughs> and um, um, when he was on My Wife and Kids, when he did, when he was training 
the dad, the, the wins, brother, on my wife and kids. You roll training. Huh, huh, you roll training. <laughs> so he's made me laugh. I'm not going to sit here and act like he's never made me laugh. He has, but at the same time, it's not like I'm like, I'm a diehard Terry Crews fan. It's like, okay, cool, you funny. On some things, you funny. So, you know, it made me laugh or whatever. So, but in this instance, man, I just feel like he's selling out for a little bit of money. Um, I just need, I, I, I wish black people would realize, man, when you do that, all you're doing is your, your sep, your, so your, your, initially separating yourself from black people to try to make a little bit of money and then when they're done with you because at some point they will be done with you you don't have nowhere to go and you know what you do you spend all your time trying to get back in the good graces of black people and and we are forgiving people so normally we will take you back in um if you give us an apology like i told like i said earlier man you try to be a man understanding so but at the same time, even though I personally am a man, I understand it, but I also understand that I don't have to fool with you. That's just how I operate. Like, I can understand I can understand your point of view, your angle, where you're coming from, whatever, however you want to dress it up. I can understand you, and I can still just not fool with you because I don't rock with the things. Yeah, I'm done with it. Like I said, man, I'm done with it. But Lou, 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 Lou. What can I say about Lou, man? Listen, man, Lou is a... I'm talking about Lou as well, by the way, man. Um, Lou, listen, man. <laughs> I get it. I get it, Lou. I, I get that you are... Um, I get it. But you can't go to the strip club, Lou. Um, and even if it is your favorite restaurant, I like I said, I get it, bro. But you just can't go to the strip. Not right now. Uh, I spoke about this on the last podcast, how I feel like, man, I I, I don't want um, the NBA bubble to get to get uh, compromised uh, because of the actions or the um, the actions or the um, decisions of a few, because the decisions of a few can really um, break this entire Break this entire thing down, just to call it what it is. Um, and I do believe, Lou, I've been to Magic City, man. We, we, anybody that has ever been, man, y'all know they got amazing food. Um, I've been there a couple times, and I love their food too. But at the same time, I also understand that and this and this is just a different time. Um, he's a professional, man. I ain't got no problem with Lou, man. Lou, Lou's a grown man, been in the league 15, 16 years. Um, I can remember the first time I met Lou Williams, and we played him in the um, – I was going into my senior year in high school. We graduated the same year, 2005. And um, playing AAU, we, I played on a YOMCA team, Memphis. Um, AAU, man, we won a national championship one year. It was great. Oh, my God, that's another story. Absolutely great. One of the best teams put together out of West Tennessee ever. And I put that team that we won a national championship up against anybody. I put that team up against Anybody at any time, man, we was tough, but they need to hear no doubt. Like I said, I promise you, we'll get into that story later. So, the next year, um, we went back to Orlando, made it back to the national championship game. We made it, we won it one year, made it back to the national championship game the next season, I mean, the next summer. And uh, we ended up playing Georgia Stars with Lou Wim and um, his homeboy name was Mike that played with him on that team. 
Man, Lou, I remember watching them play before. We actually played them in the national championship, man. Lou ended up with like 30-something on us. They won by, they won, they beat us by, I think, maybe six. If I can remember, if I can recall correctly, like six points, and they ended up winning the national championship that year, which pissed us off, man. But Lou, he's always been the same player he is now as who he was back then. He would just go get a bucket. So I ain't got no problem with Lou Will going to the strip club. I really don't. Um, but then I also understand that you have to be mindful of what you do, especially if you're going to go and definitely let nobody take a picture of you. You definitely don't, man, because if he – I think that if, if that guy wouldn't have posted a picture, Lou wouldn't have told anybody that um, that he was down there. And then that, that – like I said, it just compromises everybody um, in the bubble. It just does, man, and that's, that's what we're – that's what the league is trying to avoid, and that's what I personally want to avoid because I don't want the NBA to stop right now. Um, and I'm watching the game right now. Like I told y'all earlier, man, I'm sitting in here watching the uh, the Lakers versus Clippers game, and I'll be real with you. And you got to, and I hope all fans, like I'm just going to, like I said, Lou Will, that's him, boom, we skip over that. I want everybody to know that, these these eight games, y'all gotta let these players get their feet back up under them because they've been out of basketball for for three months. So you gotta let them get they they rhythm back. You know you hear you hear people say that all the time, and I ain't got no rhythm. Like my rhythm is off. My brother, hey man, when you ain't play when you play at a high level the way that they do, man, you will have um, you you do have to be in rhythm. You do have to be in rhythm. If you're not in rhythm, man, it's tough. It really is. So. Um, get these guys some time to get their rhythm back, and I think these eight games will help there. And I think even going into the first round, I think you'll still see the same, like, sloppy offense. Defense will always be there because all it, for defense, man, you – that's just effort. So, um, you know, that's just – that's just effort. So, you'll, you'll, you'll play defense. Um, so, I just give them a couple weeks, man, to get their – to get their things back back up under them, man. LeBron is off right now, as you can tell. Like I said, it's in the third quarter now. You can just tell that he's just a little bit off. He's in shape, but you can just tell he's a little bit off right now. Um, but, you know, that's just part of it, man. Um, it's been fun to uh, to see these guys back. Hmm. But at the same time, uh, I hope everybody stays healthy throughout this thing. Um I really I really do hope everybody stays stays um stays healthy throughout this thing. Oh, I need y'all to do me a favor, man. Listen, I ain't been on vacation in a long time, but I know that um that this pandemic is going on. I get it. I get it, but I need y'all help. So uh, I've been working really hard, man. I, I've been working um, non-stop, like, almost daily for, like, two years. Um, so I plan on taking me a vacation. I, I got my dates. Um, I, it's going to be September 18th through the 27th. That's when I'm going to take a vacation. And I know right now, man, we're not supposed to be traveling. I hadn't been anywhere. I take all precautions. Um... I'm taking all precautions 
and I'll continue to, but I really want to take a trip, and I need y'all help to see where I can go um, that's safe. Listen, I'm not a part of here, so I don't care about what clubs are open. I'm not going to a club anyway. I don't care about that. Just give me a nice city where I can go see the city. Uh, hell, I can lay out on the lay out on the. Uh, I can lay out on the at the hotel by the pool, read a couple books, chill, relax my mind, eat some good food. Man, so if y'all know somewhere where we can where I can go right now, it ain't no we because at, at the moment right now, I'm, I'm going by myself. Uh, I had a couple homeboys hit me up. They might slide with me, but as of right now, I'm going by myself. So, man, y'all let me know where I can end up going. Um, so, on to the next thing. So, it's another versus battle coming up. Uh, Rick Ross versus T.I. Now, not T.I. Rick Ross versus 2 Chain. Now, listen to me. Fan of both. I really am. I, I love uh, Rick Ross. Been a fan of Rick Ross for a long time. T.D. Boy, you know. Love his, uh, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I, I've listened to his, the mixtape that came out in 2010, uh, True Religion. Love it. Love it. If you turn on Got One right now, I promise you, you're going you gonna to be hype as hell. So love that mixtape. And I'm going to tell y'all the truth, man. I listened to uh, Rapper Go to the Lead the other day um, at work, man, when I when I found out about this versus battle, man, I listened to rapper go to lead the complete all the way. Through. I just listened to it all the way through, and I like it. But I think Rick Ross will win this battle. Um, I just I tell y'all this, man. It's it's luxury. Okay, so with these versus battles, um, and I I think I've seen most all of them. Um, I think I've seen most of them. I seen which one didn't I watch? Um, I didn't watch the John Legend and Alicia Keys. I didn't watch that one. Um, but in these battles, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. So the similar styles, uh, the Alicia Keys and, and uh, John Legend, similar styles. Um, Jill Scott, Erica Badu, similar styles. <sighs> Jada Kiss, fabulous, similar styles. And yeah, I, I enjoyed every one of those battles. I truly did. This is Rick Ross and... Two chains versus. I'm going to watch it. I can't lie to you. I'm going to watch it. Um, but I, I, I told. I, I was thinking to myself. I feel like after twelve songs, or maybe even eight, I feel like I'll be listening to the same song over and over again. Cause they're going to talk. They pretty much talk about the same thing. Um, you know, they they. It's a lot of they, they. I guess they say it's the high roller edition because <laughs> they like to like. They both talk about rich rap. They they both rich rap. So, um, but as I was thinking, like like I said, I probably I'm going to enjoy this battle because I like Rick Ross and I like Two Chains as well. Um, but I'm going to enjoy this battle. But then as I started thinking more and more about it, I like the battles where the styles clash. Um, like the T-Pain and Lil Jon battle was amazing to me because you could pull from so different, like you T-Pain might play, like I was sitting there thinking the whole time, like, man, what if T-Pain bring out, um, what's the damn, what's the name of that damn song? Uh, 
and I can't even remember if he played it because I hadn't. It's been so long since I since that battle came on, man. But what is the name of that damn song that T Pain had that I love? The song is called "Put It Down." What if What if T Pain plays "Put It Down"? I don't know if y'all if y'all don't know that song, do yourself a favor and go and listen to it. What if he played "Put It On"? I mean, uh, "Put It Down," and then Lil Jon can come out and play some some crunk shit. So it's like a it's like a style class that I personally was intrigued to hear. Now both have up tempo crunk music, but then like I said, Lil Jon can go and get lovers and friends pull it out pull it out the pull it out the hat. But like I said, it goes. It, it goes so up and down with the styles of music. Even my favorite one so far has been the Snoop Dogg and the DMS battle. Why? Because of the class of music. Two rappers, but then you got the smooth, the low tempo, the low tone of a Snoop Dogg with the get at me dog, the rough rugged of DMS. The styles clash. And it just makes me, for me, it makes for me a more entertaining battle. But this battle with the 2 Chainz and Rick Ross battle is like the same. Not, now, don't get me wrong. It don't sound the same, but it, you're talking about literally the same thing. So, like I said, I'm going to enjoy it, but I was just, I'm looking forward to battles with the styles clash. Like, like the T.I. Like coming out calling out 50 Cent. The reason that I was so intrigued about that battle because of the style clash. Now, I love both of them. Love T.I. and 50 Cent. But then if you stop for a second and think about their styles of music, it's two totally different styles. Both got great music. So the style clash will make for a great battle. If T.I. If, if T.I. pull out 24s, money, hoes, cars, and clothes, that's all my... What we buying, shop, pull that out, but then 50 Cent might pull out many men. Or PIMP. It's just a different style of music that makes that battle interesting to me. So, and I still hope that battle happens, even though I don't think 50 Cent would do it. Um, I think 50 Cent talks too much trash. Um, he talks too much trash to, to, to go out there and possibly lose that battle. So, I don't think he'll do it, um, even though I hope he do it. And I hope he chooses, um, especially with Snoop Dogg out the, out the way now, so you can't choose him. Um, I hope that he would choose a T.I. or somebody from down south. I think, like, I don't want to see, like, everybody was talking about T.I. and Gucci. I don't want to see T.I. and Gucci, man. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. I don't want to see it. Like, you give me somebody, like, so as somebody legendary as a, as a as a Nas, right? You give me somebody from down south, give me Nas and Bun B. <laughs> give me Nas and Bun B. I'll take them. Been around the game a long time. Both got a ton of records. Both done features. All oh, they give me Bun B and Nas, because it's two different styles of music. I don't want to hear the same music over and over. Like I don't want to see Jay Z and Nas battle each other. It's the same shit. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Even though I think Hov would kick his ass, but it's the same shit. So I hope um, I'll be tuned into this battle to say the least. Uh, oh, before I get off of it, um, so. Y'all know West Tennessee, born and bred, man, Somerville, Tennessee, right outside of Memphis, right? So I'm on Twitter today, man, and uh, my home, my sister, my sister Brittany, posted a a, um, a, a, a track listing of a versus battle between two legends of West Tennessee, Project Pack and Player Fly. 
my goodness. This list is 10 songs apiece. And man, listen. Boy, if I... Now, these are two that I... <laughs> I just spent probably five or 10 minutes telling y'all how I want the versus battles to be... Um, different styles of music, but damn it, I would love to hear this damn battle go down here. I damn near want to make this, the list that they got, I want to put these 10 songs a piece, because I, I listen to, I got all these songs, I, I'm a player fly fanatic, anybody, I still listen to player fly on a regular basis, like, and when I mean regular basis, I probably play um, The Game Owes Me, and um, I probably play <laughs> I'll probably play The Game Owes Me and his album uh, Moving On twice, three, four times a month. I love Player Fly. This I fucking love him. He he a spell you. You gotta you gotta have your you gotta have your mind on right because he a spell he spills his ass off while he rapping, but I <laughs> I love him so I I listen to his music all the time. And I listen to Project Pack as well, I just listen to Fly More. Um, but I'm I'm thinking about putting this list together and just listening to it one day. I might listen. I might do it tomorrow while I work out. Put this list together that they have on this on these ten songs, and cause man, and just looking at the ten songs from both from both of these individuals from Pat and Player Fly, man, they both got another six, seven, maybe eight songs that are just classics to me. That I would throw in on this list just because, like, damn, just because I just throw it in there, bro. Like, like you, you go to the game, old me. They ain't got ghetto eyes on there. Like, come on, bro. You throw ghetto eyes in there. You throw start running in there. You throw, bro. Come on, man. Uh, or you go to moving on. You can throw MMM in there because they ain't got life we live for Pat. Even though I think Minnie Made Mafia is a better song, even it's on the same beat. Minnie Made Mafia and uh and Life We Live is on the same beat, but I'll take Minnie Made Mafia. They ain't got situation on there. Y'all know how I feel about situation here. It's my intro. <laughs> situation is critical. So um Yeah, man, I, I that'll be a West Tennessee. Man, everybody from West Tennessee will be toned in. Because there's no song that Project Pat could even think about playing that could beat Nobody Needs Nobody. Not a song. <laughs> I don't give a damn who it is. Like, you, can't play, you can't play a song from... Nobody from Memphis can play a song to beat Nobody Needs Nobody. I don't give a damn what song you put up beside it. What did it say? Uh, the song that, uh, that, 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 that won the Grammy out of played it against Nobody Needs Nobody if you want to. Give no fuck about that song. Nobody needs nobody is a fucking hymn in West Tennessee. So, it's, you know, I, I would love to see that battle, even though I know it'll never happen, man. That just, that made me happy. I'll say this. That, seeing that picture today, man, with Player Fly and uh, with Project Pack and those 10 songs, it just made me happy. Because I was like, man, that is, man, and, it's damn, and it would be a damn good battle, though. Just to be real with you, it would be a damn good battle. Um... Man, I'm I'm rambling a little bit because that just made, like I told you, that made me happy, man. I'm finishing up this game. AD is kicking ass right now. It's a good game, 77-76, but I'm about to end this thing. Uh, oh, y'all need to go watch P-Valley on Stars, man. 
only thing I don't like about it that it comes on weekly. I didn't got used and got I've gotten spoiled to being able to binge watch shows. Um, the only show that I really watched religiously week to week over the last maybe five or six years has been Power. That's the only thing. Everything else, man, let me binge watch it, watch every episode. I'll, I know the season is on, and I'll just wait to the end. And um, I know y'all going to say, well, how do you do that? People don't ruin it for you. I don't let people ruin stuff for me because if I see you tweeting about something like Power when it's in the middle of the season, like I said, I keep up with it. But if I didn't, I would just wouldn't read it. <laughs> I don't read it, so I don't let people ruin things for me. So, And even if I did read it, I still have to watch it just to – so you, you're not going to ruin it for me. Just put it like that. But but do yourself a favor, man. Go watch P-Valley. I'm not going to tell y'all all about it. I'll tell y'all about it next week. I want y'all to go look at it first. Um, again, man, it's been another week, man. Like I said, it was a slow news week. Everybody get in tune with yourself, man, and pray. Um Man, meditate every day, man. I, I, I really, really do that every day, man, I, because it, 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 especially during these hard times, man. And um, I want to, before I get out of there, before I get out of here, man, um, anybody that's dealing, and this is to no one in particular, um, I've had a few conversations with a few friends, and, you know, they, they, uh, some some bad things are happening to them, and uh, I would say to anybody that's dealing with any type of domestic abuse, any type of any matter, whether it's mental, whether it's whether it's mentally, whether it's physically, um, don't be afraid to start over. Um, from listening to to the few people that I've had to who chose me to be their listening ear, um, from listening to them, they all say the same thing, man. I'm, I'm scared to start over. I ain't got nothing. Don't be scared. Um, and these these women that I've spoken to, they know me. They know my story, man, from uh, being homeless um, to going through depression to pretty much wanted to end it at a certain point in my own personal life. Um, having a gun on my on, in my lap, um, loaded, ready to take myself out um, because I couldn't figure this thing out called life. I just, it, it was tough for me. Um, and I didn't have nothing. Um, to driving all the way out, I was in Nashville at the time, man, driving all the way out to the... Tennessee River to throw the pistol in uh, in the Tennessee River in the middle of the night like it's probably 3, 4 o'clock in the morning I did this, this was years ago um, but throwing that gun out there and crazy police <laughs> uh, was uh, was out there too so I threw the gun over and, uh, and I was just sitting there in my truck um, I had the emergency lights on and the police came, and uh, he came to my truck, and he I was just in tears, just crying, just boo-hoo crying. And it was a black man. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, man. He know who he is. I still speak to him to this day. Um, but he was a state trooper. And um, he knocked on my window, and, of course, I'm, because I'm, 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 I'm there, um, but I was just 
boohoo crying and he uh he knocked on the door and he and I, when I raised my head up he saw of course he saw the tears my eyes was red he was like step out for me and man we spent like the next man maybe the next hour just talking got his number I told him what was going on of course I had to um man he prayed with me right there um we exchanged numbers and like I said we've kept in contact to this day so to those women that that told me and and I'm definitely not gonna say their names on here um but and they, I told them the same story, like, do not be scared to start over. Whatever you don't have now, man, the woman that you are, the person that you are, you can get it back. Um, if you need help, um, you got friends and family that are more than willing to help you. Don't be, don't be, um, don't be ashamed. Don't think it's your fault because it's not. Um, but please, 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 please do yourself. Um, and if there's kids involved, man, like there's a couple of them, all, all three of them, they all told me, of course, they, they, they have a kid. Well, not of course, but they have kids. Some of them have a few kids. And they're like, man, I'm, man, I never imagined raising kids by myself and I wanted to grow up in a two-parent household. Um, you don't think that I should sacrifice my happiness uh, for my kids. And, hey, man, <laughs> it's one thing to sacrifice your happiness, man. It's one, it's one thing to sacrifice your happiness, and it's another thing to begin abused. You know, nobody deserves abuse. I don't care how many kids are involved. You don't deserve to be abused in no manner. So if you... Are scared, man. I understand that you can be scared, but then just know that you can do this. You can get out this situation and you can start over. Because you got it the first time, you can get it again. And to those three women that I'm that I personally spoke to, y'all saw me do it. So man, we're here for you, we love you, and that goes to anybody. Anybody, man, woman, child, boy, whoever it is, man, like, if you need to get out of a situation, man, do yourself a favor and get out. And, man, that's the end of this week's episode, man. I'm about to get up out of here. Um, I got to go get this this demon child of mine in the bed. Uh, y'all need to see some of the bull crap he be doing. I'm going to have to take some videos and post them to show y'all some of the crazy stuff he be doing at home. But that's neither here nor there. Again, y'all go watch P-Valley, man. I'll be back next week. Y'all can hit me up on Prisoner of War 10, Prisoner of War 10, um, at, on Twitter. That's where I'm at, man. Or if y'all want to send me an email to talk to me, man, talk to me at unusualthoughts10 at gmail.com. Like I say every week, I'm going to end it the same way every week. Y'all know how this go. You can fit in. Just be unusual when you do it. I'm out.